everybody and welcome back to Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. It is October 26th, 27th, 26th or 27th or 28th, uh, it's Wednesday, and we're just going to do, I don't know, like an update. I don't know if I would exactly call it uh, more of a, yeah, well, an update. Uh, on my way to work, normal stuff, not too much going on. Uh, got some chickens, had two, and one escaped. Now my neighbors are mad at me because there's a roaming chicken in the neighborhood. So I gotta find a way to get rid of that, catch him, whatever. Um, We'll see what happens there. I'm probably just gonna have to dispatch it because it does not want to, uh, you know, uh, what do you wanna call it, wanna come, doesn't wanna come get food. Uh, Oh well, there's not a lot uh, I can do about that. Did shoot a GSSF match, regional, a couple weeks back, uh, maybe a month, last month sometime in September. Did not have a good match overall. Um, My shot rimfire for the first time, first time using the uh, Glock 44, I didn't test shoot it before I went out and made a pretty big mistake by, uh, buying some ammo on my way to the range that was, uh, I don't know, well, since I didn't shoot the gun before, I can't say it's like unproven ammo because, you know, never shot the gun don't know what ammo it likes anyway and that didn't go well for me gun did not um, extract the ammo that I bought Um, it was standard velocity around like 1250 didn't think anything big about it when I bought it but it was waxed heavily uh, when I opened the box which could have contributed to some of the problems, but realistically, the problem was that I didn't test anything. And I went to a match and tried to shoot it, and uh, the gun didn't want to function. I should have just ran CCI the whole time, but I didn't, so that's my fault. That's not actually on the gun, that's me. I'm just using unproven ammo and a gun and a match, but that's what it's for to me. I use matches to uh, work out the bugs in my whatever I'm doing. Um, So needless to say, did not do very well uh, in my rimfire category. I did shoot unlimited and stock. Uh, Big problem with my unlimited gun. I, um, last year at the regionals Glock outdoor match, I did okay with my unlimited gun. I think I came in like eighth or something. And, when I got home, I noticed that one of the screws had fallen out of my pistol's optic. 
So I replaced the screw, not paying uh, super close attention to what I was doing. And I replaced it with a non-factory screw. It wasn't a Glock screw. It wasn't from the optics company. It was actually, uh, I picked up the screw from Ace Hardware. Um, and it was a little long. It was the right thread and pitch and all that stuff. That's not a problem. Uh, but it was long. And what it ended up doing is it hit the base plate. Um, or it went through the base plate and actually hit the top and touched the top of the gun. And it was just like two threads too long. So it actually canted my base plate a little. And I didn't notice it because I wasn't paying attention. And uh, went to go shoot the match with my unlimited gun. Uh, it was steel plate challenge. And it, you know, I fired, let's say, you know, eight rounds, ten rounds, whatever, at one plate. And it hit it once. But I just figured that I'd uh, put that one away for the, for the rest of the day. And I didn't continue to shoot that gun at all because it's unsafe. Because I have no idea where it's going. I mean, whatsoever. So I, uh, I put that one away. And then I had to work the next day. And because uh, I worked at a range. Gave me a chance to take it out on the range and see what was wrong with it. Um, I didn't even have to go on the range to see what was wrong with it, honestly. I, when I got home, I looked at it for like two minutes and realized that the base plate was pushed up on the back corner. And uh, I was able to take the bolts out, file them down so they were shorter, put them back in. Now they don't touch. Um, I posted a picture actually on uh, Glock's Facebook group about it. And... Uh, Everything's fine now. I'm shooting, you know, uh, one-inch groups again. So, not that big of a deal, but again, uh, every of these, what do you want? Every match you got to pay for, every category that I sign up for to shoot. So, you know, if I sign up for... Um, Unlimited, that's a match fee. If I sign up for stock, that's a match fee. If I sign up for Rimfire, that's a match fee. So that's two match fees that I threw away on, uh, you know, nothing, basically. Uh, learning experience, so I guess it's not wasted. And then I shot stock. And, of course, my stock gun works fine because it's stock and I haven't played with it or done anything stupid. And this time I took decent ammo with me. And I didn't have any problems with my stock gun at all. And in my division, I took second. Which is cool. Um, for now, I mean, it's, it's preliminary scores is what it said. So f as long as somebody doesn't protest it or anything like that, it's going to be... It'll stand. But, uh, so, so far it looks like it took second, uh, with my stock gun, which is cool. Um, pretty happy about that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
kind of upset, but kind of disappointed, but with the price of ammo and everything, uh, you know, I'm not going to shoot as much matches as I want to, but I uh, was really wishing what I should have did is I should have brought another uh, gun for Unlimited, shoot a couple of different categories, or uh, for the match, but we'll see. I did go out and pick up a new shotgun for three gun. I don't know if I talked about this. Um, I finally spent the money on the Stoger M3K. I haven't shot it yet. I haven't had a chance to go to the range and pattern it in. But as soon as I do, we'll do a deeper dive into that as soon as I get some time with it uh, under my belt. It basically showed up. I played with it for like a day and then I put it in the safe. It's gonna need some work. Uh, I think for the way I load, the way I shoot, but it's a good start. Um, oh, sorry. For those of you who don't know, Stoger M3K is a semi-auto 12 gauge. Uh, this one comes with a, I think it's 10 round magazine, maybe more, but like I said, it's a good start. It'll be better for me than running my uh, eight-shot pump. Uh, the M3K came with a 24-inch barrel. It's got three chokes. And again, it's going to be better than my 18-inch barrel that is a smooth bore, no chokes. Because um, that didn't work out for me in matches. The uh, shortened barrel length, the no chokes, I wasn't able to hit with uh, enough lead to knock over a lot of the steel plates. So I decided, you know, instead of changing barrels on my shotgun, which I did look into, I was gonna do, uh, I was gonna get a different barrel for my 870 and then run, sorry, run an extended tube and just keep trying to run my 870, but I wasn't able to find another barrel that I liked um, in the length that I wanted for the price that I wanted because my shotgun, I only paid $299 for my 870 brand new. And most of the people online with Remington not building guns right now, quote unquote, I don't I don't know where they're at, I'll be honest with you. Like according to social media they're doing stuff. According to the what I find online, there's nothing out there as far as parts go. Guys who have the parts that I need, the barrel that I wanted, are charging like $400 for it, it's like a $300 gun, none of it makes sense to me, so I just bought a new shotgun. It was actually my first time using Gun Broker, which was interesting, uh, to purchase a firearm. Everything went smooth. I'll get the name of the people I bought it from uh, one of these days and some other stuff and we'll talk about it. The guy I got it from, it's a gun store in like Missouri and uh, they were, uh, they were great, you know? I uh, had it sent to my store, everything went smooth. The gun actually showed up in like four days, which was awesome. Uh, and I had it and I was ready to play, or I'm ready to play. I haven't had a match since, I haven't made a match since. There's a little bit of hit or miss on whether or not we're having three gun matches right now. Um, that's a whole story in itself. I joined a gun club that's another whole story in itself basically 
the gun club that I've been shooting at for three gun matches. Um, I went and joined them. There's, it's uh, okay. Not like, I don't know. It's not super awesome as far as I'm concerned yet. We're really, uh, really got to feel my way through this. Uh, they don't allow full auto. They don't allow a lot of the craziness that I am used to. And basically I'm using like a square range. You're not allowed to draw from the holster, or any of that stuff until you like earn it. Um, and I was kind of laughing about that because I have a range for square uh, shooting. You know, like if I just want to stand there and uh, shoot at a target, I already have a range for that and I don't have to pay to go to it. And uh, I also have a range that I'm using in my backyard and that one gets really sketchy because I live in a subdivision and my neighbors will complain about the noises, but, um, and you, you know, they can see me. So I try not to do that, but I can. I have a big enough yard and it's um, shaped kind of interesting. Um, so I can do that safely and uh, not have actual you know, rounds leaving my property or anything like that, but I don't like to, but I can like, I can take like a test shot or something in the backyard if I want to. But, um, as far as that goes, we'll see what happens with joining a gun club. Um, maybe I'll talk about joining a gun club, finding a gun club. The only reason why I joined is it's the club that I shoot it's the club that I shoot the Glock match at. It was the club that I shoot all my three-gun matches at so far. It's my local club. It's like a less than a half-hour drive from my house. And if I go to their class and I take, you know, their thing, I can get a pass that allows me to go to the other ranges, which is like their dynamic range, where you get to do all the running and shooting which is the range that we shoot the three-gun match on. They have it all broken up, where if you're, uh, like, an entry level, you shoot, you know, at a square range just at targets, and uh, you can shoot pistol and rifle, which is nice because around here there's not a lot of places to shoot rifle. Um, they have a shotgun range. They have a bow range, um, both really not super interesting to me. Like, I don't need to pattern... Uh, a shotgun that often what I need to do is like run and gun and load and uh, or they call it action shooting so once you earn your way up you have to earn your way up to quote unquote action shooting and once you get into action shooting their level for action shooting then you can use their other ranges and do all your stuff you can set up courses and train and practice which is nice, and I hope to get there uh, eventually, but uh, just not there yet. I'll take their class when I get a chance. Right now I'm busy. I do have to volunteer time there, and I'm going to have to find some time to volunteer there. I haven't been putting out podcasts because I've been busy. I've been doing a lot of projects. I did a project for the wife where I put an air conditioner in the garage I did so she could have a party in August. It was hot. Um, so I air-conditioned the garage for her. 
I uh, built a chicken coop. We put chickens. Uh, like I said, I had two. Now I'm down to one. Haven't gotten any eggs out of it. It's probably because, you know, she's lonely. Also, um, I got older chickens from a buddy of mine, just as practice chickens, so I didn't care if they died or disappeared. And uh, one of them disappeared. It's not dead yet. My neighbors are complaining about it. But, I mean, it exists. Uh, I also put in a rain catchment system for uh, back of my house. So I got... Uh, I just used two 55-gallon drums or 60-gallon drums or whatever you want to call them. They're the blue plastic ones. I got them from a buddy of mine's farm. And uh, I'm, I'm just using that for now for, um, like, putting out fire and, like, watering around some stuff. It's kind of my first attempt. I wanted to try something. It worked out really good. Um, we've got a little rain lately, so it's full. Um, I was able to actually use all recycled wood, or almost all recycled wood. I uh, took some pallets apart that uh, I was given because they were going to chip them, and I told them not to chip them. I would just take the wood. And so I had like 4x4s and 2x6s and 2x4s laying around that I took apart, and all the uh, hardware, like they put these pallets together with lag bolts, and uh, it was really cool because I was able to build this whole thing using recycled hardware and recycled wood and uh, like I said that was pretty pretty nice also um, what else did I do there have been a couple of things um, had a loss in the family recently I'm not going to get into it uh, it was due to COVID um they were, it was somebody close, but I'm not really going to get too deep into that because that's not, it's not my thing. What else? Uh, guns are coming back. Ammo's coming back. Not enough ammo. Not cheap enough ammo. Not enough guns. Not cheap enough guns. Um, Springfield is making a uh, Browning High Power now, which is really cool. I really like the idea of Springfield making this firearm. I'm going to have to check it out, see one, hold one, see what the price is. I don't have any new information about that. That was like two days ago they said that this was happening. Um, they dropped pictures on their Instagram. But uh, there's a few of us that are interested. It's like the Springfield HP35 or something like that. They gave it an interesting name kind of an homage to the uh, the FN uh, HP35 or HPD you know they, they had a bunch of acronyms to it so that is a thing and uh, last weekend this is something I want to talk about and I want to talk about in a little more detail I may or may not get a chance um getting pretty close to work so I might not finish this one out but uh, Alec Baldwin shot a woman in the face this weekend um, I shouldn't say that I don't actually know what happened like where he shot her but uh, honest truth of the whole thing is it's his fault and he should go to jail uh, it doesn't matter if this is one thing I want to say it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you're doing 
Uh, a gun is a gun is a gun. And follow the rules of gun safety. If it's a prop gun, uh, you still don't aim it at people. Jason Lee should have been a lesson there. Even a prop gun, there's camera angles and stuff you can do. You don't aim it directly at a person. But from what I heard, this is hearsay. From what I heard, he was practicing his draw and aimed it at them while they were reviewing film and he pulled the trigger. Um, it doesn't matter where you are or who you are. That is an ND or negligent discharge. You accidentally pulled the trigger and shot somebody or you purposefully aimed a gun at a person whether or not you thought the gun was live or um, not or loaded or not or anything like that we call those NDs negligent, negligent discharge because you didn't check the firearm and you didn't do your part to make sure that it was safe and you also aimed it at somebody the you know first rule of firearm safety is you know always keep it pointed in the safe direction always check and make sure the gun is not loaded always treat every firearm as if it were loaded i mean these are all the rules alec baldwin is an anti-gun person this just goes back to the point that i've said a hundred times if you're an anti-gun person, you obviously don't know enough about guns to be handling one. So he is proving the point 100%. He has no knowledge base to work from. The person who handed him the gun, also uh, supposed prop expert, gun expert, they have no gun experts or almost no gun experts in Hollywood on these movie sets anymore. There used to be a few good guys who were really good guys who were actual gun experts. Um, the guys for John Wick are a great one. That's like the Terran tactical guys. I don't know if they actually work on the sets, but they do work with people like John Wick or uh, Keanu Reeves for the movie John Wick. These guys are gun experts. These are the people you should talk to and listen to. The people on set have no freaking clue what they're doing uh, in most cases. They may say they do. They may have this long list of credentials that have a lot to do with movies and acting and props and stuff like that. They're not gun people. Um, people in Hollywood aren't gun people. You should go outside of Hollywood for your gun people. So um, I think you should go to jail. That's a negligent discharge. You should never aim a gun at a person and then pull a the trigger, even as a joke, even as a stunt, even, even if you don't think it's real. Even if it's a prop gun in a movie, aim past them, not at them when you pull the trigger. That way, if something does come out of the barrel, even if it's a blank, even the sheer muzzle velocity on a blank will kill a person. Like I said, Jason Lee um, in the movie The Crow in 1990, 1991 era. So, um, yeah, don't be stupid out there. Don't play with guns. It's not uh, a joke. It's not a game. People can get hurt, people will get hurt. Uh, anything that can go wrong will go wrong and be prepared for anything. So, yeah, that, I think I think he should actually go to jail. Not like, not saying that he intentionally meant to murder somebody, but um, criminal negligence would be my um, 
thought process there. I mean, he's negligent. He did something stupid. He wasn't thinking. They normally don't think. Obviously, if you say you're an anti-gun person, you're probably not a lot of brains. So, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you're an anti-gunner, you shouldn't be doing movies with guns in them anyway. So they should really think about that stuff. Pisses me off that they're going to uh, sit there and hark about, oh, how bad guns are, but then they do movies, you know, make all their money off of them anyway. It's, it's retarded. Um, I'm not supposed to say that, but it's stupid. How's that? Um, well, I'm at work. Um, I think I got through almost everything I wanted to say in the 30 minutes on the way here. So, take care. Um, take it easy out there. Oh, here's something. I got a battle box. Uh, I pay the monthly subscription for battle box now. And I'm going to start talking about review or doing reviews on the products they send me every month. Might give me a reason to actually sit up and do a podcast once in a while. Um, I don't know, not thrilled about what I've received in Battlebox so far. I only get the base subscription because I can't afford it. It's really expensive. It's way more expensive than they say it is. They're adding plus $20 for shipping every month. Um, I didn't know that when I got it, so I was slightly disappointed in that. And um, they give you, like, they say for what you're paying, I'm paying $30 a month before shipping and then plus $20 for shipping, which um, is a lot. And I actually upgraded recently. So I'm paying $50 a month plus $20 for shipping, which is a lot, a lot now. I mean, but $70 a month every month for survival gear. We'll see what comes with it kind of a thing, but not super thrilled with what I've gotten so far. Um, obviously they don't pay me to do this and uh, they're gonna they're gonna hear about it. So if you guys want to listen to that stuff, I'll tell you for sure whether or not it's worth it because I might move to, uh, I might get out of Battlebox. I'm gonna give them a couple more months to see what comes with the uh, higher subscription rating, see if it's worth it for me. But if it isn't, I might move over to Survival Box or Tack Pack. And we'll see um, if either of those are any better. Uh, I heard Tack Pack's mostly gun stuff, which is cool, but I'm not really looking for that. I'm looking for survival gear and food, survival food. And um, so I might be more interested in survival box, but we'll see uh, what happens there. So, yep, that's about it. Uh, just remember, if you guys are uh, getting new guns out there and you want to carry them and you want to conceal carry them, look into Remora holsters. I absolutely love my Remora holsters. Carry them every day. It's comfortable. They're easy to use. They're easy to draw. And it doesn't bother me all day to have one on me. So if you're looking for a concealed carry holster, check out Remora holsters. 
If you're looking for guns, check out uh, the Shooter Sports Center online. Um, if you're looking for archery stuff, check out the Shooter Sports Center online. Um, I think it's still under the same page and may end up being Root River Archery. But um, check them out if you're looking for archery stuff. Uh, we will sell. We have an online store. We will sell. We will transfer guns if we have a gun in stock that you want or like or feel you need. Um, we'll transfer it to a store near you. So uh, there you guys go. There's a little bit of plugs um, for some people out there. Really appreciate you guys listening. Please comment, share, like, check out the Instagram page, Guns, Oil, and Dirt on Instagram. If you want to get a hold of me, contact me, Guns, Oil, and Dirt at gmail.com. And if you guys ever want to see what I'm up to or chat live, I do have a Guns, Oil, and Dirt Facebook group. There is a Guns, Oil, and Dirt Facebook page. Eh, um, I'm on it, I mess with it, but let's face it, they ban like literally everything I say. They put warnings in everything I post. I don't like them very much. But there is a MeWe group. So you can join the Guns, Oil, and Dirt MeWe group. Just go looking for it. Guns, Oil, and Dirt. Uh, all one word. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Take care. Have fun out there. Be safe. Don't aim guns at people. Don't do stupid stuff like that. Don't be an Alec Baldwin. He's not going to go to jail for this um, because that's the that's white privilege right there. So it's actually just rich Hollywood asshole privilege. They never go to jail when they should. But that's just my rant. Um, thanks for listening, guys. I will chat at you later.